This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Justin Lutz leads off the Pepperdine seventh inning. Takes ball one from Carter Smith. And half check swings into strike one on pitch number two from Smith here in the top of the seventh. BYU 10, Pepperdine 4 is our score. BYU 10 runs, 10 hits, no errors. Pepperdine 4 runs, 9 hits, 1 error. Kooks now out hitting the Waves. The Waves are 2-14 and 14 this year when they are out hit, and they are being out hit now as Lutz takes strike two. So 1-2 and two from Carter Smith, BYU's third pitcher tonight. Jack Sterner, Cooper McKeon, Carter Smith. Righty, lefty, righty. For BYU, the Waves have used four pitchers, two lefties, two righties. And the 1-2 outside for ball two, away from the left-handed hitting Justin Lutz. Lutz, one for two tonight with the base on balls. He singled and was thrown out at home in the second. Walked in the third, grounded out to first in the fifth. Hits now in the seventh with his team down six, ten to four. That's a backwards K. Lutz was caught looking in the box. That's a strikeout for BYU. Another punch out for the Cougar staff. One out in the top of the seventh. It'll bring up the DH, Reese Alexiatis. That's a good changeup right there by Carter. So the last two batters Carter's faced. He struck out looking. Peck in the sixth to end it. And Lutz in the seventh to start it. Reese Alexiatis has struck out twice in his replayed appearances as a single in his first at-bat, then looking and swinging in his next two times at plate. And that's ball one from Carter Smith. The righty thrower to the righty hitter, Reese Alexiatis, the DH. By getting that hit in the second, Alexiatis extended his reached safely streak to 13 consecutive games. He's the batting average leader and shows why with some nice piece of hitting in the four hole. And that'll be a single for Alexiatis with one out here in the seventh. Yeah, just hitting the ball where it's pitched, Greg. Nicely done there. So it's a one-out single for Alexiatis. It'll bring up Ryan Johnson. Johnson is one for two tonight. Single, strikeout, and sack bunt. Jersey number 15, Ryan Johnson. The RBI leader without an RBI in the series. One for four last night and one for two tonight. And that... Forces A. Valdez to scoot out of his crouch. Ball one delivered well away from the right-handed hitting Johnson. One ball, no strikes, one out. Cougars with a win tonight if they can hang on. Will secure a winning record in WCC play as they'll go to 14 and 12 in conference. And also give them chance, give themselves a chance for a fourth straight series win to end the regular season tomorrow. And that is the goal. That's inside for ball two. And with a win tonight and tomorrow, BYU would have won five of nine WCC series this year. A 2-0 with one out and one on in the top of the seventh. That's ball three. Carter's got to hit a spot here. It's a 3-0 with one out, and the runner at first is Alexiatis. Again, the Cougs have some room to work with here. 10 to 4 the score. And three innings of plate work left for the Waves. Don't want to make it any easier on them than it needs to be. And that's a four-pitch walk. And the first two runners are on here in the seventh. Yeah, that's not what you want to do there. Looks like he's getting a little tired. Now, this is exactly how the sixth began. Yeah. <laughs> single and base on balls. Now, this is with one out now, but it goes strikeout and single base on balls. Then uh, Austin Deming helped BYU get out of that jam with a nice 5-3 DP that started with Deming backhanding a short hopper, stepping on third for a force, and then throwing to first for the double play. And then Carter got him out of the inning with a strikeout of Peck. This inning begins with a strikeout of Lutz, but then single by Alexiatis. Base on balls to Johnson. First and second, one out for the Waves here in the top of the seventh. BYU's up 10-4. And the hitter is Charles Messino, who takes ball one. So five straight balls thrown by Carter Smith here. Yeah, and that was just barely down there. Carter wanted that pitch. The 1-0, one out, and two on. 
Messino, 250 is his average with runners in scoring position. And the runner in scoring position is the DH Reselexiatis leadoff, or rather one-out single here in the seventh. Time is called as Messino steps out. Messino wore jersey 35 last night, wears jersey 10 tonight. Who knows what he'll wear tomorrow? Yeah, exactly. Always fun to guess on the jersey numbers. It's uh, something broadcasters love to do. That's fouled out of play down the third baseline. One and one. The count with one out. There's always usually a funny story behind the jersey, too. Whether it's they left it in the hotel room or <laughs> kid lost it or... or someone had it cut off of them during a medical during emergency. ER. Oh, my exactly. gosh. BYU had happened to Noah Hill years ago. The 1-1 goes to 1-2 and two as Messino is out in front of that and swinging and missing it all. One ball, two strikes. Noah, of course, part of the staff these days. Explain to our listeners, Tuckett, what uh, Noah does for BYU baseball these days. Yeah, he's our, he's our student assistant is what you call it. Graduating this year, getting a chance to, and because of that title, and he played here, he's actually allowed to do a lot of the coaching duties. There are certain things he can't do, but there's hit fungo, throw BP, things like that. It's, it's nice to have him able to do that stuff. Take care of per diems. Yeah. Players love that. Yeah, for sure. I love that, too. It, just, it helps me. <laughs> Take it you know? off your plate. Two balls and two strikes as Carter Smith goes high to Charles Messino. I mentioned a jersey being cut off. And that literally did happen literally. to Noah Hill back at UW back in the day. That's why there's no jersey number two for Brock Watkins when they go to a certain uniform combination because of that particular situation. He wears 12 on those days. Yeah. Took a spiked curveball into the throat when he was the catcher. It was rushed to uh, the hospital. We... we we thought it was a really bad deal and very fortunate that uh, he just had a, a bruised uh, vocal cords and, and, and throat and was only out one. We only missed one weekend, so we, we were very fortunate. Two balls, two strikes, one out. And that's hitting the air to right center. It's going to get down and off the track to the wall. Gamble will handle off the bounce. One run will score. Holding at third is Johnson. It's a one-out RBI double for Charles Messino. And the Waves make it a five-run game, 10-5. to five. They played a run here in the top of the seventh, still one out, and now first base open, runners second and third. Yeah, and he uh, hung a change up there, left it elevated, and Messino just absolutely clobbered that to right center. Alexiatis came around to score. Johnson goes to third, and Messino is at second with a one-out RBI double. As BYU is likely going to make a pitching change, they will do so with a pinch hitter coming to the plate for the Waves. And the Waves are going to pitch hit with one out and two on in the top of the seventh. We'll take 60 seconds of a break and tell you what the decision is with the BYU pitching change right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, Jim, back here at Miller Park in Provo. BYU 10 and Pepperdine 5 are scored. The six-run lead for BYU is down to five as the Waves play one here in the top of the seventh. Pitching change for BYU brought to you by PZ Printing. It is a PZ Printing pitching change. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. Boston Mabius is BYU's fourth pitcher of the night. And the second southpaw to throw for BYU out of the pen. Jack Sterner, the starter, was replaced by left-hander Cooper McKeon. To the right side for Carter Smith and back to the left for Boston Mabius. Boston pitched just last night in BYU's 6-3 loss to the Waves. He enters here in the seventh inning. Boston Mabius last night went to just a third of an inning and struck out the one battery faced. And a pinch hitter for Pepperdine is coming up, and he's wearing a jersey number that doesn't match the roster. So it's a little bit of a guessing game to see who the Waves are batting. I'm gonna, I got a feeling on Greg Melhoff here. I'm just going to say Greg Melhoff and feel that I'm maybe in the neighborhood. I've only got two left-handed bats on their bench. But you know what? Connor Bradshaw. It's Connor Bradshaw. I just got a good look at his face. Connor Bradshaw is the batter. Is it going to be Bradshaw or Melhoff? But having seen the face courtesy of the BYU TV app broadcast, it'll be Connor Bradshaw. There we go. Again, broadcasters love the guessing game. Nothing better than uncertainty. 
and a strike call. Good. Boston maybe is his first pitch to Connor Bradshaw. Good breaking ball right there. Bradshaw on the year. A 303 hitter. Plays a lot. This is his 40th game. So it's rare that he's not out there. Didn't play last night. And now takes ball one. One and one from Mabius with one out and two on. The runners on are Johnson at third, Messino at second. Messino with an RBI double moments ago, bringing home Reese Alexiatis, who had a one-out single for, for Pepperdine here in the seventh. The 1-1 with one out and two on. Connor Bradshaw. Wearing jersey 14 tonight, but he's in 44 normally. And he laces that just over the heads of the Cougars on the top rail in the dugout there. Hmm. So 1-2 to Bradshaw. The freshman from New Rochelle, New York. Well, Pepperdine hasn't been easy to work with when it comes to lineups this weekend. They wait until after about 20 minutes before game time. Then obviously they don't even tell us number changes and makes it tough. Very inconsiderate of the people that are trying to run the game. One ball, two strikes, one out, and two on here in the top of the seventh. Cougs a big lead. Good pitch. Hoping it doesn't get any smaller in the one-two. Gets a swing and a miss from Connor Bradshaw. Boston Mabius struck out the one battery face last night. Strikes out the first battery faces tonight. And two are gone here in the top of the seventh. BYU 10, Pepperdine 5, our score. BYU is currently being out hit 11-10. But on the Cougars, 10 hits, 10 runs. On the Waves, 11 hits, only 5 runs. That's baseball for you. WCCC, uh, WCC tonight, Portland at San Diego, USF at Gonzaga, Pacific at LMU, and in a non-conference series, two league foes facing off, Santa Clara at St. Mary's. Empty count, two out. Just miss. For the top of the order, Wyatt Young. Connor Bradshaw, by the way, hit in place of the catcher, Joe Caparis. That was the nine hole. Top of the order for Young. Young one for three with a run scored. The 1-0. The 1-1, the take for strike one. Two out and two on. First base empty for the Waves here in the top of the seventh inning. BYU 10, Pepperdine 5. Cougars looking to square the series and secure a winning record in WCC play in the 2021 season. No conference play last year, COVID year. Never got to league. Almost did. We were starting our first league game. LMU was in town, right? Yeah, and they banged it. Inside almost hit Young. But he turns away from it. Yeah, we had taken batting practice. They had taken batting practice. It was a Thursday afternoon, wasn't it? We were about uh, 40 minutes from game time, and then boom. Basically, the world shut down at yep, that point. that afternoon. Yeah. Two balls and a strike with two out and two on. Wyatt Young is the batter. 4-12 is his average runners in scoring position, and there were two of those right now. Away from Young for ball three. Three and one. First base is empty. But it's not like you're going to be any more careful with the next guy. It's Billy Cook is on deck. Yeah. Wyatt Young, the leadoff hitter, has let off every game for Pepperdine this year and every game at shortstop. Good fielder, fine hitter, good all-around player. Wyatt Young stripes that to Penny. Second baseman handles, fires and gets Young. The 4-3 ground out to end the seventh. One run crosses for Pepperdine, but just one. One run on two hits. There were no errors, and there were two runners left on. We go bottom seven. We get into the seventh inning stretch. It is brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, pursue what's pure. We go bottom seven. Cougs 10, waves five on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom seven, BYU 10, Pepperdine 5. Pepperdine fielding changes. Right fielder Ryan Johnson takes the spot of catcher Joe Caparis. And the pinch hitter for Caparis, Connor Bradshaw. Who hit for Caparis. We're going to see Quint Landis go to right field. So Quint Landis in right field. Johnson comes to catcher. Those are changes for the Waves. As Danny Jelilich leads off the bottom of the seventh and takes 
strike one. From lefty Tyler Murrah. Kelly tonight one for two with two RBIs. And two bases on balls. In his return from that hamstring tweak. O2 to Danny now. BYU 10, Pepperdine 5. Cooks being out hit, but doubling up the waves in the run tally. The O2 from Murrah. Side armor high for ball one. You look at a couple of those stats that are, are huge. BYU's walked eight times today. The waves have walked five times. And so I think, I mean, that's a little bit. And it, it doesn't show the hit by pitches, though. We had, we had two of those, right, as well. So, so ten free bases today. Actually, three Cougars were hit by oh, yeah, pitch. Oh, yeah, so 11. Yep. The 1-2 one, goes to 2-2. Two two. Calden was hit by a pitch. Oh, that's right. I forgot Vest, about that one. Vest was hit by a pitch, and Watkins hit by a pitch. And in all those th- cases, all three came around to score. And both teams have left a ton of runners on base as well. So 11 for the Waves and, and 9 right now for the Cougs. And seven bases loaded hitting opportunities. BYU one for seven with the sacks stacked as it goes from 0-2 to 3-2. So three straight balls to jersey number three, Danny Jelilich, the Cougar senior, playing his second-to-last game. And after that last hamstring re-aggravation at San Diego, the fact he could get back for this final series is the good news for him. Going to finish it out the right way today and tomorrow. The full count to Danny. And a swing and a miss. Strikes out to start the Cougar seventh. So Jelilich K's, and Murray has struck out the last two batters he's faced. McIntyre to end the sixth, and Jelilich to begin the seventh. BYU will lead into the eighth inning. BYU in leading after seven this year, 17-2. and two. The Waves when trailing after seven, two and 19. Andrew Pintar with Cole Gamble on deck, hits with one out here in the seventh. BYU's batting average, runs and hits, and total bases leader. With a hit, a base on balls, a strikeout, and a reach on the E5. Hits here in the seventh and swings and misses at strike one. 0-1 with one out, no one on for BYU bottom seven. Cougars with a win would go to 22-27, and 27, but 14-12 and 12 in league, locking down that winning record in WCC play. And the Waves' quest to finish with a winning record in league play would take a hit. As they would drop the 10 and 13 in conference, a take from Pintar to one and one. Swing and a miss from Pintar to strike two. So the whiff by Penny. One ball, two strikes, one out, no one on. BYU 10, Pepperdine 5. The Cougs again have lost just one time all year when they scored double-digit runs. They've gotten there for a sixth time this season tonight. Side armor stays outside with that delivery to two balls and two strikes. There's been just one error in the two games played thus far in the series. It belongs to Pepperdine third baseman Aron Maudlin. Allowed Andrew Pintar, the current batter, to reach on an E5 in the fifth. Pitty hitting now in the seventh here with one out. 2-2 the count. Owen. Pinney gets a hold of that. Is it going to be fair or foul down the left field line? Oh, it is fair. fair. Wow, that's a, a big-time fly. Deep to left field. It's a UCCU home run. A solo shot for Andrew Pintar down the line and left gets into the pines. And the Cougars increase the lead to six runs again. 11-5 to the score. Andrew Pintar goes yard for an eighth time this year. It's another multi-hit night for Pinney. And the Cougs have an 11th run on the evening. 11-5, to Cougs on top. That ball was absolutely, it's, it's top of the trees. <laughs> that ball is absolutely laced. There was only one question because distance was yeah. not going to be a question there. So 11-5, Cougs. The Cougs' second UCCU home run of the night. It'll bring up Cole Gamble. Cole wants to get in on some of this. Yes, he does. <laughs> it's one guy, right? And I want him to as well. He's 0 for his last 14 during that stretch. He does have two bases on balls, including in his last plate appearance in the fifth. He walked and was stranded. The 1-0 to Cole. 
the one and one now to Coles. He takes strike one from the sidearm Murmura. One ball, one strike, one out, no one on. The Cougs have answered the Waves' top of the seventh run with a bottom of the seventh run courtesy of a solo shot from Andrew Pintar. He's done a really good job today of answering when they've scored, Greg. Cole swings and misses for strike two. Cole has struck out twice tonight in the second and the fourth. Hit into a 4-6-3 DP in the first. That's his 0 for 3 with that base on balls coming in his last plate appearance. The 1-2, one, 1 out, and base is empty for Cole Gamble. Cook's up 11-5 now. And Cole takes outside for ball two. Two balls, two strikes to Cole. On deck is Cooper Vest. Vest came in as a pinch hitter for Jacob Wilk. And ended up hitting twice in the fifth as the Cougs hit around in that big four-run fifth. Cougs had one of the first, four in the second, four again in the fifth. And have since scored as Cole Gamble takes and is punched out looking. That's three strikeouts on the night for Cole Gamble. And in the series, a fourth strikeout for BYU's cleanup hitter Cole Gamble. So two out now in the bottom of the seventh. The Cougs have scored in three straight innings and in five of tonight's seven innings. BYU had just one one, 1-2-3 inning that actually included a single because of a double play in the inning. you're right. Two out now for Cooper Vest, the left-handed hitter against the lefty thrower, Tyler Murrah. Well, and Coop's fly out in that same inning. He he laced the ball to left center and yeah. hit the left fielder Dovon to catch, or else that would have been probably three RBIs and yeah. a double. It was targeted, you know, to be a gapper yeah. until Messino ran over to his left and leapt into the gap to steal a hit from Cooper Vest. The 1-0 to Coop. 1-1. Explain again what uh, Coop's dealing with here from a uh, left-handed side armor facing a left-handed hitter here. Yeah, this, I mean, this lefty is going, his, he's, his front leg goes so far to first base, he throws all the way across his body that when he releases the baseball, it's actually behind Cooper and then has to travel all the way across his body to get to the plate. Mm, inside, almost didn't make it to the plate that time, but it stays inside. Hugs the inside corner for two balls. And a strike. Didn't get the call there. Two balls and a strike. Two and one with two out in the bottom of the seventh inning. Cougs have scored in the first, second, fifth, sixth, and seventh innings. 11-5 the lead. Called strike. Under an 80-miler. So two and two with two out and no one on here in the bottom of the seventh inning. Danny Jellilich struck out to begin the inning. Andrew Pintar solo shot down the left field line. And then Cole Gamble... Caught looking. Second strikeout in the inning for the Pepperdine staff. And look at that wind suddenly whip up yeah, to left is. field. The flag was hanging a or two or an inning or two ago, and now it's straight out to left as that pitch gets away from Tyler Murrah for ball three. Cook's up 11-5. In BYU, a 4-1 record when they score 10 or more runs. BYU's only lead a double di- only lost double digits was that 13-12 decision, and he hit him. So he goes wild outside on his last pitch, wild inside, and hits Cooper Vest. And Cooper's been hit for the second time in his three plate appearances. That one I thought was going to slide of this just stayed in and just got him square in the back. And the Pepperdine pitching tonight... Suboptimal. Eight bases on balls and four hit batsmen by Waves pitchers. And we'll get a pitching change for the Waves at this point. Two out, bottom seven. We'll take a 60 second break for a Pepperdine pitching change on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. At UCCU, getting a mortgage is seriously fast and super easy. Just use your phone to fill out a super easy application so your completed mortgage file can be underwritten by UCCU's very own in house professionals seriously fast. And if you need help, you can text or call your local mortgage expert who can co-pilot you through the process. Rates are low, and buying or refinancing a home has never been this easy. Seriously Fast Mortgages at UCCU.com. 
social distancing and social connection meet, meet at BYU Radio. Being apart isn't so bad when we can come together. He's my best friend. Our team at BYU Radio is working hard to bring you new episodes of shows that will inform, entertain, and inspire. Not necessarily in that order. You'll hear conversations that will help you maintain a positive perspective in difficult times and make the difficult times a little more positive. I love it. Sports, storytelling, music, interviews, and more. BYURadio.org. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. You're at the bottom of the seventh inning. Cougs leading Pepperdine by a score of 11 to 5. Two outs, one on for BYU. The one on is Cooper Vest hit by a pitch. He was hit by a pitch in the sixth. We're in the fifth, beg your pardon. And now again in the seventh. And he'll be on with the new pitcher, Dylan Schwartz, entering the game for Pepperdine. Schwartz, a right-hander, making his 11th appearance. He has one start under his belt, 6.89 ERAs. That's pretty robust. Has 17 strikeouts and 15 and two-thirds pitched. 17 hits in those 15 and two-thirds. 12 bases on balls. And he's hit five batters in 15 innings. And hit batters have been an issue for Pepperdine pitchers tonight. Been four of them. Three bases. They usually kill a team. They've been killing Pepperdine tonight. Two out and one on for Austin Deming. And Deming's three for three today. Swings and misses at the first offering from Dylan Schwartz. Deming three for three, three runs. Also has a base on balls. And his one RBI came courtesy of a home run, solo home run in the sixth. And that's two swings, two misses for Deming. And he gave it a ride to straightaway center for his solo shot. Yes, he did. He got a hang and break a ball that he tattooed to straightaway center. Quickly ahead of Deming. It's Dylan Schwartz, 0-2, two out, one on. Vest at first, the bottom of the seventh. 11-5, Cougs up. <laughs> Deming laces that into the left field corner. That's going to get to the wall. Deming's going to make the turn for second. And holding at third is Vest. Austin Deming, a four for four night. Two singles, a double, a home run. And the Cougs have second and third, two outs in a game. They lead by six, 11-5. Cooper Vest, Vest holds at third on the double to the left field corner by Austin Deming. Uh, welcome back, Austin Deming. It's nice to see this Austin Deming. This is the guy we know and love and, uh, and, and knew that he could be this guy. Great game for him. So Deming has four hits tonight. He had four hits over his previous eight games played. Yeah. Four for four for Dem. Joshua Cowden nubs it foul down the first baseline. No balls and a strike to Cowden. So with two outs, Vest was hit by a pitch. And then Deming doubled to the left field corner. Second and third. Two out. Runners in scoring position for Josh Cowden. Hitting 226 on the year with runners in scoring position. Josh is the night tonight. One for three with a run. The 0-1 to Josh from Dylan Schwartz. The kick and fire and high for ball one. One and one the count. One, one, two out, two on. Bottom seven. Cougs up six. Left-handed hitter, right-handed thrower. Ooh, almost hit Josh on the hip. That's inside. He backs his belt out of the way to go to two balls and a strike with two out. Josh has reached base in nine consecutive games. And his one for three tonight makes him six for his last 12. With five runs scored. And everything he's hitting, he's hitting hard right now, even his outs. 2-1 to Josh, the BYU DH tonight. Swings and misses there. Two and two. So the even count, two out, two on. Bottom seven, BYU 11, Pepperdine five. Cougars 11 runs on 12 hits. Pepperdine five runs on 11 hits.
Josh Cowden, two for four night last night. And a one for three night tonight. 2-2. The righty Schwartz winds up and delivers high for ball three. Well, first base is open here. Left-handed hitter who's been red hot. Most likely Schwartz will go to a changeup here. Abe Valdez is on deck. With his guards on. Pads are on for Abe, the catcher tonight. Making his 24th start behind the dish. Working on the first base side of the rubbers, the right-hander Dylan Schwartz on the 3-2. And that's laced by Cowden. A single to left. It'll bring home the Cougs. 12th run and 13th as scoring from third and second are Vest and Deming. And the Cougs go up 13-5. It is a two-RBI single to left for Josh Cowden, whose sweet swinging ways continue. Well, all that damage with two outs, right? Hit by pitch. The double and then the full count change up as Cowden stays on. Lines it into left for two RBIs. Nicely done, Cougs. So Vest from third, Deming from second, and Cowden's at first with a two-out, two-RBI single. BYU 13 and Pepperdine 5. And for BYU, that's now a new season high in runs scored in a single game, 13 tonight. Two-out, one-on, and Abe Valdez hits for BYU. Seventh hitter here in the seventh. Had 12 a couple of times, hadn't we? Yep. Two or three times, I think. Or just two. Versus St. Mary's and at San Diego. Yeah. Of course, one came in a loss. Went over St. Mary's 12-0 and then lost 13-12 at USD. And now leading 13-5 here against Pepperdine. 13 runs, 13 hits. That's pretty efficient there, Coop. That's just, just a little bit. Abe Valdez hits. 1-1 one, one the count with two out and one on. The one on's Josh Cowden at first with that two, bar, two RBI single to left. And that gets away. Wild pitch from Schwartz will allow Cowden to go to, to second. Has not able to get a glove on it and seeing it go to the backstop is the catcher Ryan Johnson who began the game as the right fielder. Now catches for Pepperdine. 13-5. BYU leading it. The Cougs have had three crooked number innings. Four in the second, four in the fifth, three in the seventh. It's a nice response by the offense after a tough loss yesterday. Six to three last night. Valdez fouls out of play down the first baseline. Two balls, two strikes, two out, one on. The one on is Cowden at second. Abe tonight, two for three with a run scored. After an 0-for-3 night last night. Abe was 1-for his last 11 before going 2-for-3 tonight. Also has a base on balls. Does Abe? For his four plate appearances. Stepping off is Schwartz. BYU and Pepperdine will do it again tomorrow. 106 Mountain Time first pitch. Tonight's game is 3 hours and 10 minutes old. Still in the seventh inning. 13 to 5. 18 runs, 24 hits between these two teams. Schwartz kicks and releases, and Valdez hits it high to right field. Right fielder Quint Landis runs in, makes the grab, and the inning is over. BYU gets three in the bottom of the seventh. So for BYU, three runs on three hits. There were no errors, and the Cougs do leave a runner. We go to the top of the eighth, BYU 13, Pepperdine 5. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. We all have needs, For more BYU hopes, baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. And for BYU, the Cougs go to the right-hander Aiden Callahan here in the top of the eighth with a 13-5 lead. Aiden making his eighth appearance all out of the pen. A 1.08 ERA. He's in his ninth inning of work. He's pitched eight and a third in those eight and a third. Eight strikeouts. Five hits, two runs, one earned. He's walked five batters and has hit one batter. Aiden Callahan will face Billy Cook. To lead off the Pepperdine eighth inning. BYU's lead is eight runs, 13 to 5. 
Cooks out hitting Pepperdine 13-11 as Cook laces that to center. But making the catch on the run is Mitch McIntyre. A liner to Mitch. One out quickly gone here in the eighth inning. So Mitch with the center field put out. His first put out since the last out of the second inning. So Mitch not terribly busy out there. In fact, uh, the BYU outfielders are not busy at all tonight. I've got just two outfield putouts, both from Mitch McIntyre. One in the second, one in the eighth. Hmm. Aaron Modlin hits next with one out here in the top of the eighth. Takes 0-1. Greg Rubel with Tuckett Slade. Do you think that's interesting, Tuckett, that here in the eighth inning, BYU has two outfield putouts, both from Mitch McIntyre and center. Nothing in left, nothing in right. That is interesting. Yeah. That really is. <laughs> You're pretty late into a game for only it two was, outfield putouts. Especially for a team like this that's powerful. It powers the ball everywhere, yeah. right? Hmm. Well, and they do have, is it two extra base hits on the day? I know for sure two uh, two doubles. Oh, and a home run, so home three. Run, yeah, yeah. Yep. Double by Maudlin. Home run by Peck. Double by Mabsino. Good pitch. On the one-two, a swinging strikeout for Aron Maudlin. So Maudlin retired via the K for the second time today. And two are out here in the top of the eighth. BYU kind of cruising its way home, it almost feels like right now. 13 hits to Pepperdine's 11. The Waves, when being out hit this year, are 2 and 14. They are being out hit, and they're certainly being outscored. 13 to 5 is our score. BYU, a new single season high in runs in this one. Aiden Callahan now has his ninth strikeout and his ninth inning of work. Chopper from Peck, handled by Go Brock. Ahead. Bit of a double clutch, Go but a great ahead. throw across the body. Brock Watkins with the retirement on the 6-3. Again, a bit of a trouble getting it out of his glove, but he still has enough juice on it while on the run and throwing across his body to make the play and get the 6-3 ground out to end the top of the eighth. We go bottom eight for Pepperdine in the top of the eighth. No runs, no hits, no errors, and no one left on. BYU 13, Pepperdine 5 the score. Bottom of the eighth is next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, earlier tonight, Austin Deming helped end the sixth inning with a really nice double play that he turned to third. Then he led off the bottom of the sixth with a solo home run. Brock Watkins ends the eighth for Pepperdine with a pretty nice play turned in at shortstop. Now he leads off the bottom of the eighth for BYU and faces new pitcher Trevor Franklin, the right-handed thrower for the Waves as Brock takes strike one. Watkins Knight is 0 for 3 with a run score, but 2 RBI. He brought runs in with a 4-6 ground outfielder's choice and a hit by pitch tonight. Well, and a lot takes of t- ball one. A lot of times you'll start to see home plate umpires late in these games, 8-run game, start to expand the zone just a little bit. That first pitch to Brock for strike one has been called a ball all night, but it's a cold night. The score's kind of getting out of hand. Brock laces it to left, and over the head of the left fielder, Aron, or Charles Messino, and Brock has a stand-up double. So Watkins leads off the bottom of the eighth with a two-bagger to left center. Greg, this is always where my wife says, save the runs, guys. You don't need them right now. Save them, save them, save them. I was like, I wish it was that easy. I wish you could save them for the next day, but baseball is baseball. You, you take them when you can get them. 13 runs on 14 hits for BYU. The 14th hit, a double to left from Brock Watkins. It brings up the top of the order for BYU, Mitch McIntyre. McIntyre, two for three, three runs, two RBIs, two bases on balls tonight. And Mitch's double gives him the team lead in doubles. That's his 14th on the year. He and and Nicole Gamble were tied with 13 two-baggers apiece. Mitch has his 14th double. In this game, BYU has 14 hits, 13-5 to the lead. Runner in scoring position for Mitch. That's Brock Watkins at second. No one out here in the bottom of the eighth. Mitch hitting right at 400 with both runners in scoring position. And it was his double that really just broke this thing open offensively for us. Two RBI double in the fifth. Danny Jelilich followed with an RBI single. In that big four-run fifth inning for BYU. 13-5 Cougs. Bottom eight. No one out, one on. 
which takes outside for ball two. So 2-0 two and oh from Franklin. Hey, it's Franklin. I was waiting for that to come. Two balls and no strikes. A certain segment of the population out mm-hmm. there appreciated that. The peanut gallery had a little <laughs> giggle. All right, 2-0 and oh to Mitch. That's inside, but inside corner for strike one. Two and one. BYU playing its 16th home game, looking for its 10th home win tonight. Nine and six on the year here at Miller Park. Cougs leading by eight in the bottom of the eighth. Brock Watkins at second with a leadoff double. Mitch McIntyre awaits the 2-1 from Trevor Franklin. Up the middle, but to the shortstop. He'll handle, fire, and get McIntyre at first while Watkins advances to third on the ground out. Yeah, they had him played perfectly, shaded up the middle. It was hit hard, just right up the middle to the left of the shortstop. He fields it cleanly. Watkins easily advances to third. So a sacrifice opportunity possible here for Danny Jelilich. If I'm Jelly, you have possibly four or five more at-bats in your career here. Just go for the long ball here. Just (laughs) let it eat here. And even if it doesn't get over the wall, let's say, or deep yeah. into any alley, you've still got a fly ball yeah. and up to score a run here. Just crank Does, away. Yeah, it doesn't even count as an at-bat, so just let it eat here. 90 feet away with the Cougars' 14th run is Brock Watkins, one out for Jelly. The right-handed hitter, mm-hmm. Jelilich, and he stripes that. It'll be a two-hopper to the left fielder. A single to left. Watkins will score the BYU Cougars' 14th run of the night. Season high extended to 14 runs. Another RBI for Danny Jelilich. So RBI single to left for Jelly. Watkins scores, and the Cougars lead it now by 9, 14-5. Jelilich now 2 for 4 with three RBIs. can only imagine what BYU would have gotten with a full season of Jelly in the lineup this yeah, year, right? No kidding. I mean, when he was in the lineup in the middle of the season when we got hot there, we won that five games in a row, swept LMU. He was going. He was going. And then all of a sudden, that Saturday game against San Francisco. Francisco he Chopper hurt, by Penny foul. He hurts himself. And, oh, man, we kind of went on a little skid after that. And so he was such a big spark for us. Andrew Pintar hits and faces a 1-1 count with one out and one on. The one on is Danny Jelilich at first base. Cooks 14, waves 5. Ground ball to third. Got second for one, but didn't get cleanly out of the glove of the third baseman, Aron Maudlin, so they could only get the lead runner, Jelilich. Might have been a chance to turn two, but not a clean exchange from the third baseman from glove to hand, and so just the lead runner is gotten on the 5-4. Oh, we, I want Cole to get a hit so bad right here, just to snap out of this funk so he can uh, get a little momentum going into tomorrow. So Penny reaching on the 5-4 fielder's choice. Cole Gamble hits, swings and misses at the first offering from Trevor Franklin. Two outs, one on, and the 0-1 to Cole Gamble. Cole Gamble is 0 for his last 15 and his last three plate appearances tonight have all been strikeouts following a 4-6-3 DP in the first. That did bring home a BYU run. The first run of the night for BYU. One ball, one strike, two out. And the runner at first is Andrew Pintar. We're in the bottom of the eighth, BYU 14 and Pepperdine 5. The Cougs have scored in four straight innings. Four in the fifth, one in the sixth, three in the seventh, one in the eighth. And Cole Gamble takes for ball two, two and one to Cole. 14 runs, season high. 15 hits are two off. As Cole swings for strike two. Good change up right there. BYU season high in hits was 19 at San Diego. Pitch gets away from the catcher, Johnson. Allows Pintar to get to second. Full count, though. Three and two with two out and one on here in the bottom of the eighth. 
In that last game in San Diego, the one the Cougars lost 13-12, to it was a season high in hits with 19. Cougs have 15 tonight. The count's 3-2. and two. The outs are 2. The runner on second is Andrew Pintar, and Cole Gamble has struck out for a fourth consecutive time tonight. Cole 0 for 5, and now 0 for his last 16, following a 16-game hitting streak. We go to the top of the ninth inning. Pepperdine to its final three at-bats. BYU's up big. A nine-run lead for BYU. In the bottom of the eighth, one run on two hits. There were no errors. The runner was left on. Top of the ninth next. BYU 14, Pepperdine 5. Our score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Aiden Callahan faces pinch hitter Greg Melhoff to lead off the Pepperdine ninth. The Waves have not won a game all year. When trailing into the ninth, and they're unlikely to win this one, they're down nine in the ninth. The Waves 0-20 when trailing through eight. They're trailing through eight here in Provo as Melhoff slices foul opposite for one ball and one strike here in the top of the ninth. BYU 14, Pepperdine 5. Cougs 14 runs on 15 hits. The Waves 5 runs on 11 hits. The game's only error belongs to the Waves. It's been the only error in the series as Melhoff fouls down the other line. One ball, two strikes to Greg Melhoff. Melhoff is appearing in his fifth game. Is hitless on the year in three at-bats. The spot he's taking, Tuckett, is Justin Lutz. And this is just an at-bat situation, right, for a guy that doesn't see too many? Yeah, down nine. You're just trying to give the kid a chance. And he punches out looking. So it's caught looking for Greg Melhoff. The strikeout for Aiden Callahan. And one out here in the top of the ninth inning. It'll bring up the DH, Reese Alexiatis. Alexiatis a couple of Ks. And they've been sandwiched by two singles. He scored after his last single in the seventh. That's the last run the Waves have scored in a 14-5 game. BYU's up nine. And Aiden Callahan pipes in for strike one. Off speed at 76 miles an hour. Well, it's nice to... Finish conference play with a winning record. That's the thing. You'll be be 14 and 12 tonight, so you'll finish with a winning record no matter what happens tomorrow. And have a chance to win our fourth straight series, right? Cougars opened the WCC season with the series win over LMU. Then it was four straight series losses, followed by four straight series wins if the Cougars can get tonight and tomorrow. It's just great to see these guys, you know, finish the season strong. One ball, one strike, one out, no one on to Reese Alexiata's top nine. BYU leads by nine. Strike two. 90 miles an hour from Aiden Callahan. Big Aid. A season on the sidelines after Tommy John's surgery. Has come back nicely here in 2021. That's lined up the middle. Diving is Watkins, but just beyond his glove. A single into center field with one out here in the ninth inning for Reese Alexiatis. So Alexiatis has reached in 13 consecutive games. Three hits in this game as he goes three for five. Three singles for Alexiatis, the batting average leader. And if you go three for five, you're probably going to lead your team in batting average. If you repeat that every once in a while throughout the course of the year, Alexiatis is a really good hitter and has shown why tonight. He's gone to right twice and to center once. Alexiatis at first and one out here in the top of the ninth. Ryan Johnson began in left field, has caught the last couple of innings. Takes ball one, 1 0, and takes ball two, 2 0. Aiden Callahan, BYU's fifth pitcher tonight. On to finish things off here in the ninth. And that's fouled down the first baseline. Slow roller to Cooper Vest. Two balls and a strike. 
with one out here in the top of the ninth inning. BYU's lead is nine runs, 14-5. to BYU has scored in six of eight innings in this game. One in the first, four in the second, four in the fifth, one in the sixth, three in the seventh, one in the eighth. It's a foul tip on a 2-1. Two, two balls and two strikes with one gone. We're in the ninth inning. BYU with a win would pick up its 14th WCC victory and lock down that conference winning record. Get a 10th home win. And play for a series win tomorrow against the Waves in the Kooks' 50th game of the year. This is the 50th game between BYU and Pepperdine. If the Kooks win the other 20th in 50 meetings. It's popped up in the air by Johnson into foul territory and out of play. This has got to be the most of any conference team, right? Overall that we've ever played. You would think. Yeah, they I played mean, just, so many yeah. pre-WCC games in Malibu back in the day, like yeah. way back in the day. Just because, I mean, obviously they'd go there probably early February, March play for the California weather games. and play some games there. Yeah. But with us being so distant from all of our league teams, I, there's got to be no one close to that as far as overall. Yeah. With a win tonight, uh, BYU would go to 10-7 and seven against the Waves here in Provo. And a swing and a miss from Ryan Johnson. Good slider there. Two out here in the top of the ninth. So Melhoff struck out looking to begin the inning. Alexiata singled. And now Johnson has struck out swinging. Bringing Charles Messino to the plate with two out in the ninth and BYU leading at 14 to 5. Alexiatis at first. Aiden kicks and fires high and away for ball one. Aiden Callahan. If he gets this last out, will have pitched nine and a third in his first season back from Tommy John with one more game to go. The righty kicks and fires. That's chopped foul down the first baseline. One ball, one strike. Have you seen you and the staff tuck it what you wanted to out of Aiden Callahan in his first year back? Actually, more. I I, I didn't expect him to get back this year. I, the way that the rehab was, it was taking it so long, and every time in John's surgery is so delicate and different. I didn't think that he'd be able to get back in time to throw this year, and, and the fact that he worked so hard to do that... I'm happy for him. Grounder to Pintar. He'll scoop it to Watkins. Step on second. And the Cougars have the 4-6 ground out to end this one. It's a 14-5 BYU win. The Cougars lock down a winning WCC record in 2021 with their 14th conference victory. And it was a big one on 14 runs against the Waves. Final score, BYU 14 and Pepperdine 5. Postgame coverage begins next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.